styling to stay or sell with Peony and Silk. Curate a space that will whisper, welcome home. As they walk through the door, peonyandsilk.com.au. Hi everyone, this is Jackie from the Styling to Stay or Sell podcast. I'm the creative director of Peony and Silk Property Styling and I've got a very special guest today, Amy Smith. Amy is the owner and founder of Huntley & Co, which is a premium third-party hire solution for property stylists in the Sydney region. Amy has, she started her styling career at the White House Institute and started that in 2004, working for one of Sydney's first and now largest styling firms. So she's very experienced in the industry. During her 14 years as a senior property stylist, she um, she saw the market move from a very niche industry into a much larger one that we see today. And during her time, she also identified that there was a massive gap in the market for a sub-hire or third-party hire, and in particular, a gap for premium furniture and decor hire. Thank you for joining us, Amy. How are you? I'm very well, thanks. Thanks for having me today. Ah, it's welcome. I, um, I've i mentioned before in our podcast on another episode about uh, the difference between um, the different options for property stylists. One is, you know, having your own stock and the other is third-party yep. hire. When I started my business, there wasn't an option where I lived for third-party hire, so I had to purchase my own stock. I really wish there was a company like yours available to me when I first started. I think it would have alleviated a lot of headaches. And working with one of the first property stylists in in Sydney, were they, I mean, they wouldn't have had the option of third-party hire either, would they? They would have had to have had all their own inventory when they started. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It was a it was an industry where it was only really just getting up and running when yeah. I first started working in the industry. Um, so third party hire wasn't really an option. There was only maybe two or three companies in Sydney that were really doing property styling, yeah. and a lot of people didn't know what property styling was even back was. Then. Yeah. yeah, I mean, <laughs> you still you still do have that now, but I think it's sort of becoming almost a standard option in people when they're marketing their real estate now. Was it while you were working there that you realised just how complicated and difficult owning your own stock can be for property stylists? Like it's such a heavy logistical and like the purchasing inventory, making sure it's all up to date, making sure it's still on trend, but making sure it's solid enough that it withstands the constant moving was it then yeah. that you sort of realised that, yeah, there has to, there could be a better way? Oh, absolutely. I mean, I, I often think of this industry as a logistics business, just as much oh. as it is a styling business I, um, I, or industry, look, I should say. Yeah, I mean, I would, I would say that it's probably more logistic based than styling. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's yeah, very absolutely. logistic heavy, and I think people entering the industry don't have a good understanding of that aspect they think it's that last five percent of the job and that's what that's all it is but it's it's really not yeah I've got a warehouse of of furniture and it's expensive like my my monthly rent is expensive the insurance is expensive I I would have loved the option of a third-party hire yeah I think for a lot of new businesses as they're just sort of starting out and um, I guess sort of thing their head around the industry to yeah. go and invest in all the stock, the trucks, the staff, yeah. the forklifts, the racking, all of yeah. that sort of stuff is quite, 
you know, it's a big outlay and it's a it's big massive. risk as well into a new industry. So I yeah. think a lot of the clients that we work with either have, have made a decision, they've been operating for a long time and they've made a decision, they simply don't want to go down that path of having trucks and warehouses and yeah. all the rest. Yep, yep. And then there's a lot of people who are just sort of starting out and, you know, they might look to get some pieces down the track, but they're not wanting to outlay for all the big pieces yeah. um, initially. Yeah, I mean... Um, because it, it is. You really need to think about not just the investment in the stock to start uh, with, but there's it's such a seasonal industry. We yeah. go through peaks in spring where a lot of your stock is out and then Christmas all your stock comes back. back so you need to be yeah. able to warehouse it during that time <laughs> and then you yeah. need to be able to move it for you yeah. so it's um, it is it's very logistic yeah absolutely um, <laughs> absolutely yeah I was I just laughing at the um the the creative ways we manage warehouse yeah. <laughs> at Christmas time oh it's yeah. a nightmare yeah. it's a nightmare I, um, I've heard stylists many times before say that in spring they deplete their own home of everything that's in there, yeah. artwork, cushions, rugs, the whole yeah, thing. And yeah. then Christmas, it's bulging at the same like They don't have a spare bedroom because <laughs> the whole thing's taken up as a linen room or uh, whatever it might be. And I, and I suppose that, I mean, that's the issue, I suppose, when you do have a warehouse is that you, that it, it's almost like a rotation bay, you know. It comes in, it goes yeah. out, it comes in, it goes out. But if there's a, a you know, like an issue like with COVID, I know we were sort of uh, much quieter than what we were normally that time of the year. Yeah. Um, you know, so we had to sort of up those deal with warehouse because if everything we had was in the warehouse at once, it would just be yeah. chockers, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And then the flip side is you don't want to pay for a warehouse that you can fit everything in because I don't think you would ever have all of your stock back. But at no. Christmas, you might have the majority of it back yeah. or in the middle of winter, you yeah, definitely yeah. see a lot of it back. But you don't want to pay for that warehousing right the way through. No. So it is a real a, a real sort of balancing act, getting yeah. the, whole, the whole thing right. A- absolutely. Absolutely. I think um, – you know, one of the things I would have loved the opportunity to have is just the ability to hire those larger f- pieces, like like yeah. the lounges, the coffee tables, the dining tables, all of that sort of stuff. And, you know, you can supplement that with your own uh, decor or whatever. I know I- I've been to yeah. your showroom. You you have beautiful, beautiful stock and you also do decor and artwork and in the upstairs area there. I know a lot of colleagues of mine, particularly in Melbourne, we don't have that issue now in Sydney because there's you, started off their careers doing third-party hire, but they actually moved into buying their own stock because the third-party hire available to them was, you know, the stuff wasn't kept very well. It was outdated. There was issues with availability so they just weren't yeah. – it just wasn't up to standard. And I know that's something where that really sets you apart from other third-party hire in, in Sydney. Okay. You know, yeah, you've got beautiful stuff. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. And, um, yeah, we're always um, – we are always looking to sort of expand the range as well because I think, um, you know, for the stylists who are using our stock on a regular basis, yeah. they obviously need to not be putting the same furniture into in all, yeah. property. So, yeah. I mean – the business has been, only been going for a couple of years, but we're constantly updating just to try and create a bit more diversity yeah. and, you know, give our clients the opportunity to, to di- diversify their look as well. Yeah, absolutely. Do you have a – I mean, you're you're based in Atarman. I know uh, Vanessa, she's in the Northern Beaches, and Dimmy, she's in the North Shore. They use you guys a yeah. lot. And I yeah. think I think it's, um, it, it's a reflection on your stock and availability, I think, as well, is that – they're still using you, you know, like they're not yeah. going out and buying their own. They're not because the quality is there. So um, oh, do you have a particular style that is more popular or do you? Oh, 
Look, we do try and diversify because we've got stylists all over Sydney and yeah. I find, I mean, it's something I've always done in property styling. What you can do in one area and it's accepted and loved, it would be rejected in another area. Yeah. So I think yeah. you've really got to know your um, your demographic and your market as a stylist. Yes. So we need to sort of try and provide products that is suitable for all different um, demographics throughout yeah. Sydney. So yeah. often when I'm buying stock, I'll have a particular client in mind thinking, you know, this client would love this piece. And yes. then I often think, and this client would hate it. You know, yeah, it just wouldn't suit yeah. some areas, but would suit others. So yeah, yeah. we do try and keep a bit of a diverse range of products, but yeah. obviously it's all still current. It's all relevant at the moment, Yeah, but just based on different areas. You know, what you would do in the inner west, in Sydney is very different to what you would do in a family home, you know, on the upper North Shore. Yeah, so yeah. we try and sort of cater for, for different markets. And I think a lot of that comes down to the accessories as well. A yeah, lot of the furniture is a little neutral. Yeah, I think that's I mean that's certainly the way I approach purchasing for my own stuff is that the um yeah. the, the larger inventory items are sort of ones that can cross over different looks but it's the yeah. it's the accessories the artwork the soft furnishings that sort of stuff that can sort of split the like make make the a look look different but yeah. yes yeah. yeah absolutely like our style but wanting to stay we also do bespoke interior design to make you love your home more peonyandsilk.com.au so when when you decided to to start your like the the third party hire company Huntling Co did you was it a quick yeah. decision or were you thinking about it for a really long time Oh look I'd been I'd been working for the same company for a very long time and I had or I went on maternity leave a couple of times towards yep. the end and I was itchy to do something different Yeah but I wasn't sure what it would be because I'd worked in property styling for such a long time. I didn't want to get out of the industry altogether. Yeah. I love the industry and I felt like I had a lot of knowledge of the industry. It was yeah. going to be waste. I walked away from it and started from scratch in something altogether. Yeah. Um, from scratch, I should say. But while I was working as a senior stylist, I was getting approached a lot by independent stylists from people saying, will you guys sub hire? And the company I worked with just they weren't into sub-hire. It wasn't an arrangement that they were interested in doing because they could yeah. see that there was a bit of a natural conflict of interest yeah. in yeah. hiring to internals and hiring to externals. externals. But I kept on yeah. meeting the stylists along the way and they were sort of all saying, you know, they're looking to hire but we don't know where to go. Yeah. So I could see that there was a bit of a gap and I was sort of aware that um, the systems that were out there and the stock that was out there probably wasn't quite what the independent stylists were looking for. for so. Yeah. Yeah, look, I just saw that there was a, a gap in the industry and also that the independent stylist, you know, market was growing and growing and growing. I feel like there's a lot more independent stylists out there now than there was five or ten years ago. So yeah. it was a market that kind of needed to be addressed. So yeah. it was a bit of a natural progression, still staying within the industry but sitting on a different a different side of it. Yeah, yeah. I know, I mean, just I mean, you started it in two thousand and eighteen, wasn't it? Was it two thousand and eighteen that yeah. you started? Yeah. Yeah, I mean even the last yeah. two years the 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 industry is has grown massively as yeah. well. It's yeah. just it's yeah becoming I, I don't know um, Sydney's a bigger demographic in total than what Newcastle is, but there seems to be someone starting up you know, constantly. Absolutely. We're yeah. getting inquiries constantly from people who are looking to get into the market and yeah. some of them are wanting to, you know, just do styling as a career and others, you know, there might be interior designers who get asked to do property styling jobs every now and then yeah. and they sort of dabble in it here and there. So it, it kind of mixes the, 
yeah, the people who were who were coming into it, but we're certainly seeing that I think it's a desirable industry. A lot of people like, you know, the idea of styling yeah. and like, you know, the creativity around it. So, yeah, yeah absolutely. I think for There's people more, wanting more people coming to it. Yeah, I think for people entering and not and not really f- wanting to deal with the the back end of it, I think having a, a company like yours is a good, a very good solution <laughs> because yeah. it takes a lot of the heartache out of it. Like the yeah. the pain points of um, property styling is is being done by you, uh, really, and all the fun yeah. stuff gets done by them. So it's yeah. a, it's a it's a great it's a great solution if that's what you're wanting, I suppose. Yeah. Um, you also yeah. do do events and photo shoot hire and stuff like that as well, don't you? Yeah, with the events, it's more sort of like a corporate event where they might need a stage styled or it might be for an expo. It's not sort of yeah. like weddings and those sorts no, of events. No, no, because that's another. Get too yeah. heavily used. Yeah. yeah that's but another. we do do a lot with photo shoot and film shoots where people oh, are just fun. hiring the stock for a week or, you know, a couple of days, which is fun. I mean, it's usually quite a quick turnaround. They need the stock quite quickly and then it's picked up quite quickly. So it's a, a bit of a different area of the market. Yeah, we're yeah. certainly seeing an increase in demand from that side as well. Do you do the styling for those photo shoots and the short-term so shoots or do they do have their own stylist? Styling. You don't yeah, do? Yeah, there's, there's always their own stylist. So we, yeah. we don't do any styling at all apart from yeah. our own showroom. Yeah, um, yeah, which is so beautiful. We're just higher yeah yeah yeah. i know in newcastle hiring to the rental market isn't really done much but i'm wondering whether or not do you do do you hire stylists who are doing rental properties who maybe need a shorter term hire yeah look we've had a bit of inquiry about but um it's always a tricky one because you need to it, the numbers need to sort of stack up yeah. uh, in terms of the rental increase that you'd potentially have. And by yeah. the time you paid for delivery costs and the furniture and the photography and all the rest of it, yeah. we found that there's not been as much inquiry no. uh, for rental. Yeah, I think it's, um, it's the same. It's the same with us. The um, the the expense of getting it there would be the same as if yeah. it was for a, a six week period than what it would be for a two yeah. week period. So it's it's a higher expense for them to sort of write off. I'm wondering whether or not it's something that would be a bit more prevalent in that super high end luxe market. Yeah, but yeah. yeah. We we tend to find in the rental market here they they go to virtual styling, but um. That's another yeah, topic no, for another day. Yeah. <laughs> I, look, yeah. I think in the rental, I think for rentals, it's um, I think it's a reasonable, you know, use of it. I, it's not something I would recommend for, you know, properties on the market yeah. for sale. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's a bit disappointing when you see a beautiful image. And look, unfortunately, some of the virtual styling looks pretty good these days. I know. You can't tell it's virtual styling until you're there, but I think it's disappointing when someone sees a photo, they fall in love with it and then they turn up to the property and it's just not yeah. how they imagine yeah. because I think styling just brings a place to life, as you know. Yeah. Um, and so many people just don't have the vision to be able to imagine no. you know, how big a bed is in a room or exactly how you'd yeah. lay something out. And yes, you can get that from the photos a little bit with the virtual styling, but physically having the you know stuff the there, sofa and the bed and so, yeah. Yeah, so on in there yeah. makes such a difference when you're walking through. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, you know, property styling for when you're uh, selling properties, it's all about evoking emotion when you walk through the door, and the yeah. emotion you don't want to evoke is disappointment or confusion. Absolutely. You know. Yeah. So it's um. Yeah. You know, I think there's certain circumstances where it serves its purpose, but yeah, I think for rental markets, I think it's a good solution for for them because yeah. hiring stuff from either you or or from a a property stylist who has their home 
stock. It's not necessarily a cost-effective solution for yeah. them. We'd love to meet your friends and style them up. Share this podcast, then DM us, Facebook or Instagram, for your top 10 free styling to sell tips from our team at Peony and Silk. For those people who haven't got an experience with third-party hire or sub-hire, Amy, do you want to talk through for the people listening to you know the process yeah. behind what happens at Huntley & Co.? Because you yeah, guys, are, so, you you also have the option of stylists picking online. They don't have to go to the warehouse as well, don't they? Yeah, that's right. So yeah. our warehouse is actually off-site to so our showroom. So all yeah. of the furniture is catalogued online and all the pricing is online, which is a little bit different to what's out there at the moment. So yeah. it's almost like an online shopping experience where you can put all your bits and pieces into a cart and yeah. check all the dimensions. There's uh, multiple images of all of the products there and you can get a really good feel for you know what what the stock what, is like yeah, one of the yeah. you know the feedback that I got when I was talking to stylists as to um, I guess the issues that they'd encountered was often they were looking at a warehouse and the stock was you know wrapped, wrapped up, up or it was up on a rack and yeah. it was difficult to really see what the product was yes. um, so we've tried to make it as visual as possible obviously our clients are all very visual, visual people. people yeah yeah um, so all of those images are online view if you need accessories or art or rugs they're all warehoused in our accessories warehouse in our tarman yeah we chose not to put all the accessories online because i think you know styling a coffee table or cushions for a bed it's quite a hands-on tactile process and you really need to sort of see the height of the vase next to the height of the shell next to you know the floral whatever it might be so Clients come in here to do all their accessories selections. Usually by the time they've come in here, all of their furniture has already been selected online. So yeah, yeah. a lot of our clients really like that process. They yeah. can you know, work whatever time of day or night that they would like to work yeah. to select all their, all their furniture and put their orders together online. Yeah. And then they pop in here and, and just um, you know, choose those final bits and pieces. Yeah. Uh, and, and then our team obviously do all the deliveries. We pack it, prep it, deliver it. And yeah. then the stylist sort of points to the team in the direction of how they want it laid out on site yeah, um, during yeah. the install. Yeah, and so with um, so you've got your own movers, you, your staff packs it up. Well, how do you yeah. deal with damaged stock coming back? Do you, do you have like a checklist when it's being picked up from the property after the high period's finished? Yeah, look, we've been pretty fortunate so far. There have been a few incidences with damage, but basically the team look at the products at collection to see yeah. if there's any damage. Um, a lot of the time the clients already let us know that there's, you know, something oh, spilled good. on the rug or yeah. you know, whatever yeah. it might be. Yeah. Um, and then it's just a case of assessing if it can be repaired or if it needs to be replaced. So yeah. and then- we had one of our lovely white linen sofas that came back marked the other day, but we just <gasps> took it to the dry cleaner and it was, you know, it was cleaned and fine. It was just uh, a dry cleaning fee. So it just yeah. depends on what the damage is and, and how we need to repair it. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. That, it's always, I guess, one of the tricky parts of that industry, especially with partial really styles and there's people living there. Yeah. Um, uh, partial styles are so really fun. difficult. I remember going to pick up yeah. <laughs> from a house and there was a massive dog laying on my, on my lounge mm. and I was like, really? Like, yeah, I'm I'm here yeah. in the house. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. oh god. And so, and your hire period's normally six weeks. Do you sometimes push so it out? Four, yeah. Look, for property styling, four weeks is out. Well, four weeks is what we recommend, mm-hmm. and then we include the fifth and sixth week free of charge. We yes. do sometimes have promotions where it's a longer yeah. free period in 
COVID times. And, yeah. you know, sometimes in winter and Christmas, there'll be a couple of extra free weeks. But we do, our, our absolute minimum hire period is a one-week hire, and that's for a photo shoot. Yeah. So yep. we get a lot of one-week hires, um, even if they only need it for a day or two. two one yeah. week is the minimum. But most of the time for property styling, people four. will commit to four weeks because yeah. then they'll get six and six weeks free of charge. In regards to extensions and hire extensions, if people need it for longer than that four or six weeks, what's the process there? Do they have an upfront cost given to them initially that the weekly hire will be or do they have to start a new contract altogether? Yeah, so at the end of the initial period, which yeah. as I said, the property styling is usually six weeks, mm-hmm. the client will receive an email which asks if they're wanting to continue or have the stock collected. Yeah. We actually offer all of the stock for sale at the end of the contract as well. Oh, so, do yeah. yeah, so if anyone, or if the vendor or the new purchaser is interested in buying any of the pieces, then in that email, it offers yeah. the, the stock for sale. Yeah. They can either arrange collection of the stock or we can extend the contract. So if yeah. the contract needs to extend, it just extends on a week-to-week basis at a reduced rate. Right, yeah. And they can have it for as long as they need to. So it's usually just a you know a one-week extension that we do week by week for yeah. as long as they need it for. Yeah, awesome. Penny and Silk. If you like our style, rate and review us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. Have you had many people buying the whole lots? We've had a few that have bought the whole lot. We had one property which was quite difficult to access. There was two ferries involved that oh, the truck wow. needed to get on to get to the property. So I think the new purchaser just looked at it and thought this is going to be way too hard to yeah. bring furniture in. I'm better just buy the whole place as it is. So as that was if- great. And it's a really good way for us just to keep our stock fresh and yeah, you know, yeah, obviously yeah. being transported in and out of homes. Yeah. On a regular basis, the stock can look tired. Yeah. After a short period, I think that's one of the, the tricky parts of the styling industry. So yeah, it's a really good way for us just to keep our stock looking fresh and yeah. also allows us to introduce more pieces to the range. Yeah, that's a, that's great. I wonder if the fact that that purchaser of that property had the ability to buy the items impacted on the sale. I wonder if that was an influencing factor. Probably yeah, was, perhaps. you know. It was definitely while <laughs> negotiating. It was, yeah, it was while, while they were negotiating that the stylist and I were talking to try and work out what the pricing yeah. for it would be. So I'm sure it, I'm sure it would have been. Well, the stylist must have done a great job if they were happy with everything. <laughs> yeah. 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 Oh, awesome. All right. Well, thank you, Amy, for joining us. I really appreciate your time. It was really great um, hearing you. about your the Huntley & Co. journey. Really great. And I'll oh, say it so again. I, I wish it, I wish you were here five years ago oh. <laughs> in Newcastle when I started. It would have would have saved a lot of headaches. <laughs> That's for sure. Yeah. Oh. oh, well, thank you. You're welcome. All right. Take care. See you soon. Bye. Thank you. Bye. We love your style. Thanks for listening. Got any stylish questions for us or want to showcase your own style? peonyandsilk.com.au.